episode we have some very special guests in the house we have the hosts of the zebras in america podcast mr marcus pinfield and mr scott thero introduce yourself fellas what's up it's uh marcus pin uh i run uh the film site pinland empire i co-host the show i called you pinfield i'm sorry i know it's all good it's all good (laughs) It's like Matt, like Matt Pinfield. Huh? Yeah, he's the, he's, he's he's Matt, the Matt black Pinfield. Matt Pinfield. <laughs> <laughs> to, to some degree. But yeah, no, me and Scott, we're, we're uh, both the music as well. I each, like Zilla, Castro, Tim, I have, we're like one degree separated. Like each each one of you uh, se- separately through music oh, stuff as well. Um, and then you have Scott, you wanna? Yeah, so I, I am uh, Scott Thorough. Producer, composer, uh, piece of shit. Uh, I have this <laughs> podcast with Marcus called Zebras in America. You on Twitter were Zebras Pod. Uh, you can find our podcast at, on every podcast thing there is, except for Spotify. We're a stream of conscious film podcast. Um, and yeah, we're happy to be here because we're also rap nerds. Word. And from and from a lot of your inside jokes. We're all around the same age. Yeah. Indeed. Not Alaska. Alaska's is like I'm older than RP in it, man. Alaska's <laughs> like a, a a landing and a half older than Alaska. If we, if we were Brownstone, Alaska's a landing and a half. Like I'm, I'm like I'm the cop right after. I've, I've been getting AARP mailings for the last like six years. I, was oh, a, I, I, got my, I got my preliminary one. Like, hey. I was about like, to make an oh. AARP joke, but I was like, let me not do that. But yeah. right, man. I got my preliminary time. card. Say, hey, prepare. You'll, you'll start getting them years. soon. They just send them out of nowhere. You're like, damn, I'm only like <laughs> how do you 42 know? years old. Like, how are you shaving me, yo? Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about tonight, fellas? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the reason that we, we've had these gentlemen join us is because we are going to talk about movies, films, rap-related films. Mm. So we're going we're gonna to each um, talk about our favorite sort of rap related rap adjacent rap centric film uh and just you know get into it um figure we've been doing a lot of music stuff lately why not touch another aspect of the culture so um does anybody want to set it off going with their film first i'm gonna let, I'm gonna let one of our of our special guests jump in take um, take the reins I'll, yeah marcus I'll why in. don't you start sure i uh so as far as rap related, you know, film, I picked a class act. I, no, Jesus, I'm already, I'm messing up out of the block. We were just talking about that. I picked House Party. <laughs> house Party. Uh, the, the first House Party movie. Um, now, as far as hip hop and rap stuff goes, like it's pretty, it, it's self-evident. It stars Kid and Play. And almost to a, le- uh, to a lesser extent, this guy, you know, Full Force, as well as Groove Be Chill. Uh, for those of you wow, listening, about groupy chill. For those of you uh, oh. listening, most most pe- people know the teacher from Ten Things I Hate, hate uh, I Hate About You, but he was on the rap group back back in the late '80s. I discovered that late in the. I remember it was on Rhapsody Throwback Thursdays. They played one of their videos. I was in high school at that point. I didn't even know. I was like, "Wait, is that the dude from House Party?" And, and then it all kind of. Yep. Yep. 
Wasn't he on Fresh Prince too? He was his homie. Yes, no, before he got before he no, got into this accident, he was very prolific. He was on um he's yeah. also in um um thin line thin uh thin line between love and hate. Can I he's also say yeah. if I could say for one second, play good rapper. Doesn't horrible get, friend in the movies. Yes, horrible oh, friend, but he doesn't worst. get enough credit for being a pretty a great, decent <laughs> rapper. Good rapper, but he was really, I remember being like, though he was the coolest guy on the planet, he really was a real bad, like, friend. Mm. Like, a friend you go to college to get away from, and he still shows up. <laughs> well, it's funny, because that's essentially what, what House Party 2 is about. He goes to college to kind of get away. There you go. And honestly, to take it to the hip-hop thing for a second, too, I remember... Because I love David Lynch. I remember not getting the impact that a Racerhead diss in, in, in a rap battle. When he's like, who's going to be me or a Racerhead? And then a few years later, I saw a Racerhead. And it's like, oh, that's what he was talking about, that kind of high <laughs> flat top thing. But I think I definitely think Play won that battle. But that's kind of one of the reasons I love that movie is that House Party, even though it is rated R, there's still like... It's it's one of the weirdly like R-rated family movies, if that makes any sense. No, totally, totally. Indeed. Color indeed. palette is like yellow, bright, fun, even though there's a lot of like, you know, raunchy. The first Friday, like it's like stuff. that type of exactly, yeah. inside it's exactly that. the family could watch together and don't go out to school and say this, but let's have, you know, fun in the house. And it shows too that like, hey, hip hop can be fun, but without in a pandering way. Cause like I remember mm -hmm. when that movie came out, you know, it was nineteen ninety. And it was still, I, I can use my parents as an example. They were still on that. I was nine when that movie came out. And they're like, rap music is just a bunch of bitches and hoes. Like, you know, that's what it's like. My parents totally fell into that. But then they saw this movie and it had like, my dad, mom loved Martin Lawrence. They loved John Witherspoon. They loved Robert mm. Harris. Robert mm. Harris. Yeah, gone way too soon. I sometimes yeah, think yeah, about something. movies that he could have been into. This oh, God. Oh, it, it, it's, I do that all the time. Oh, my goodness. So, we would have Baby's yeah. Kids 4. Definitely would have went to franchise. For sure. Getting bigger than Baby's, Baby's Kids, Baby's Kids a, is, a, is a very underappreciated gem. They would have made like live claymation of them. Like, it really, because. <laughs> What I, what I, again, it would be a series stories. on Netflix by now. Oh, hands down. Also directed by Reginald Hudlin, the director of House Party. Mm -hmm. House Party, yeah. Baby's yeah. Kids. The story was solid, so the lesson and, wasn't campy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So when the, yeah. when the lesson doesn't come off campy, and, and especially in House Party, you can relate. Everybody was that age and, and being a teenager and running around. Mm -hmm. And then and, Baby's Kids, I've had experience. I've dated women with children, and mm -hmm. really it just, it, it turns into a thing sometimes, and you, you either navigate or you break north. And I remember mm -hmm. when he dropped them off, I've not, look, it's not that dark. I haven't been in that, but like, you're like, nah, man, come on, man. I'm not gonna, look at this fridge. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had this fun all day and we think you're brats, you're tearing up everything, but like, you're just kids. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's all you want. Yes, guys. And also, uh, Reginald Hudlin is uh, responsible for bringing Black Panther, the comic book, back into popularity in the early aughts and introducing nice. a lot of, introducing a lot of the characters that you got to meet in the movie. So uh, you beat me to my, I was, that was one of the things I was gonna, because what's important is Reginald Hunter. Sorry. No, no, whatever. We, we, should, we should start a podcast together. Not if you're, <laughs> not if you're gonna steal my thoughts like that, no way. No, Yo, you steal my thoughts all the um, fucking time. But Re awesome. Reginald Hudlin, to bring it to the film stuff, like a lot of people don't know House Party was a hit at Sundance. Like it's technically an independent Damn. Yeah, it, it, it won a jury prize, like the crowd audience award at Sundance, and that's how it got picked up by New Line. And it's funny because New Line, I mean, I'm sure, does everybody know the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff story? 
behind Enlightened. Let's oh, for those, no, not, maybe not. They were supposed to originally star in House Party. Did not know that. Fred, really? Did not know that. But what's crazy is so Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff made the Nightmare on My Street. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they sampled Nightmare on Elm Street, and New Line Cinema didn't like that, so they sued them. And they were trying, so they were like, you know what? We're not going to take a whole lot of money from you if you just star in this movie that we have, because New Line was putting out, New Line put out House Party. Wow. They they, they bought the script. And then they passed on it. Like, Will has talked about this a few times. He was at that, at that time, he's like, yeah, we're not, we don't want to really want to do movies. They were still focusing on rap. But but it's crazy to hear Will Smith say that. Yeah, he didn't want to focus on movies back then and then see. But anyway, so he was like still a fledgling actor even at that, but I get it. No, that, that was really, not. That was eighty. That, that was this would have been eighty nine. Yeah, this was. Oh, so that was before, or before where the day takes us. The movie before sixty. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yo, here's so, a quick gem I wanted to hit you with before I forget about House Party. Yo, I'm yeah. I'm digging through my email archives. So, three years ago now, and I've I've referenced it a couple of times on the show. I did the oral history of New Jack Swing for Red Bull Music Academy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So if you go peep that, it's still active, um, even though Red Bull Music Academy is no longer with us. But there was a part we cut where I interviewed Kwame, and he was talking about this, right? This didn't make the article, but I have it in the email. He says, this is from Kwame. If you watch House Party, there is a clear Kwame lookalike in the film to the mm-hmm. point people think I'm in House Party. And he's like, no, I was actually there on the set. It was weird because it was just like salt and pepper the same way. A lot of us were in the background, but for some reason we could not be in the movie. It was weird watching a bunch of extras look and act just like me and salt and pepper in the movie, though. Wow. Absolutely. So when they were using them as like um, like uh, palettes of how to dress the, 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 um, the people at the party. Yeah. 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 Oh. I also yeah. have to say that Red Bull Music Academy, while they were doing their thing, were really good at, at showcasing culturally significant uh, rap music and and things like ancillary rap stuff like like uh, all those shows that Nas Nitsky would do or or the Ram LZ yeah the Ram LZ exhibit was amazing which is the mm. best the greatest art exhibit I've ever been to and mm. and I, I'm pretentious I have a pretentious taste in art. But, Scott, did you ever go to any went, of the talks at the Ram LZ thing when they had I, um, the Thursday talks? I didn't because I kind of like, I, like, I don't like to go to Q&As after movies or stuff. I like to have my, yeah. my own, like, relationship. And I went to that exhibit three times. Same. Yeah. That, wow. that, that show and the Frida Kahlo show that year at BAM, not at BAM, at Brooklyn Museum. Um, yeah, okay. Were, were, like, I had... Top tier. It was top tier. Like, I was... I'm not gonna lie, crying at both, cause like especially like Ramel Z was you know rapper, uh, graffiti writer, um, you know him and Basquiat had had like one of the early rap records that was that is huge and um, he was making art avant garde art and like turning like fonts and graffiti into this living language. Mm-hmm mostly unknown and so you see this work that is really fantastic and complex and deep and 1000% rap like there's this video showing every 30 minutes of him rapping and doing three card Monty while wearing a hundred pound suit I, I mean, amazing man yeah. so we got a, we got a song about him and then y'all got a song about him so yeah 
Yeah, yeah. one mean, of the um, one of the cool things of that exhibit was they had his jacket that mm. he wore in Style Wars. Yeah, like oh. the sort of like sailor style jacket. Oh, shit. but um, Scott, I went to one of the talks there. It was I only mm. went to one, and it was this dude that was a photographer that was friends with him and Basquiat, mm-hmm. and Damn. he was commissioned by I think either Vogue or Cosmo to photograph like that whole art scene. So like you know, as that was happening in like the early 80s he was like running around with them photographing them for Cosmo or Vogue whichever one it was and the article never ran so they had oh, these photos sure. locked up since the sure. 80s wow. and he finally just got them back and it was the first time that they ever showed any of those photos in public wow. and it was just like I shit of like like Ramosi and Basquiat chilling in Basquiat's loft like the first day that he moved in and like yeah. painting and drinking and then just like going to a club like going to the Latin Quarter and oh, just like shit. random photographer photographs of shit like that, it was really pretty interesting. And dude, dude was just a weirdo from Far Rockaway. Like yeah. we're always talking about like fancy ass artists in France and shit, but like in this city where I've where I've lived my entire life, you got weirdos wearing flip flops in Queens that are making the weirdest shit you've never even heard. Yep. Sure. Indeed. Yeah. He also, I mean, he was just, I mean, Ram Z also inspired like some of my favorite. I mean, Antipop Consortium is like one of my fa- favorite groups mm-hmm. of all time, which is cool. I'm not trying to plug, but I did the scratches on Bean's most recent album that came out. Uh-huh. Nice. Plug. Well, you that should plug that. For me. Yeah, I guess, yeah, get his, uh, yeah, Bean's Team Breakup. It's on uh, Bandcamp. You can get the cassette. I scratched on every song. That's a big deal to me because Antipop was like. That's awesome, dude. It is not was. I mean, they're not together anymore, obviously, but, but yeah, big, big big deal for me and yeah Ram LZ I, I saw some I've seen unpublished or un whatever published photographs of Ram LZ from um, Jamel Shabazz actually who I interviewed on a podcast years ago and we were emailing I guess for those listening Jamel Shabazz is famous like he has a lot of famous photographs but like his one of the most famous photographs it's like the kids who are like high-fiving up top and then there's like the kids mm-hmm. below one, yeah. of those kids, one of those kids is az by the way just jesus random. get out really yeah, 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 yeah. What? you can if you zoom in you, I, he's, he's one of the kids standing up doing the high five i forget if he's a kid on the right oh the shit yeah wow. no, that, that's insane yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy but he Drop, I was like dropping ever, gems i was like have you ever filmed have you ever shot ramos he's like ram yeah i think so and like he sent me like a photo that like you know he said he never did anything with it. i was like wow that's really cool Awesome. Yeah. All right, boom. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I think I said everything I need to say about House Party. It, it is like a cult classic, and all the stuff I had said earlier, I don't want to take up any more time. I, why don't we go to one of the uh, call out guys? I, well, we could, Zilla, we could go to yours since I kind of. Yeah. It's a well, nice well transition. before we bounce over, Yo. do you have a, a song from the soundtrack that you're particularly partial to? A song from the soundtrack? No. I'm not strange. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get into the soundtrack until okay. like years later. It like it wasn't a. I was just so obsessed obsessed with, with with the movie. I went back and listened to it like after Juice, after Above the Rim, after mm-hmm. the soundtracks were a little bit more rougher. So I wasn't too like. Boom, let Zilla. Let's just drop the battle in. Here. Yeah, don't yeah right. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, yeah I don't the I just right. the oh, you want some of this? Yo, it's my turn. I'm never fessing, possessing the tools that it takes to rock. I think it's time for the new kid on the block. With style is wild, yet so unique. I can't be stopped from reaching my peak because giving my all and all. That's how I gotta live. It's my prerogative. So you know I gotta give more for the dance floor. And I'll make your brain sore. Kids revving and buzzing just like a chainsaw. Well, look, you'll say, damn, man, that kid, he's a grand man. Because I bust a handstand on American bandstand. With these, I plead with ease. 
cheese and make your mind freeze. Straight out the 80s. Right and, and as a former, you know, also I will say too, as someone who I DJ'd a lot in high school, so I felt Martin Lawrence the loudest pain. When he was bumping the tables. Bumping the tables, like the floor, like. Shut the fuck up, Bilal. People coming up to you and like wanting to scratch and like a fight. Mm. And I was like, no, why are you touching my shit like that? Yeah, like I, I definitely. No, you know what's genius like, about House Party is like when I was a kid watching that because it was one of those because like me, I, I don't know how, how old you are, Marcus. Me and Scott are the same age. I'm, I'm 38. Okay, 37. I'm 37. Yeah, I'm 37. Okay, so we're, we're around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Alaska, Alaska was 41 when we were at nine. But, you know, that's he's just moving on with his life right now, dog. No, it's third third divorce or shit. <laughs> I was just wow. graduating high school. Thank y'all you are go, y'all are going in, huh? I'm with Amanda. He's, he's my man right there. So, yo, you know what's amazing about when it's dark out, but people getting sunned. <laughs> which <know? laughs> when when house party hit, I was like the same age. I was like eight or nine years old, right? So I couldn't see the movie because it was R-rated. But I remember walking by it on the shelf at the VCR a VHS rental spot. Because down mm-hmm. here in Philly, it was it was a uh, it was West Coast Video. West Coast Video. Okay, yeah. yeah. Before pre Blockbuster. You guys, so had, you guys had TLA also, wasn't TLA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we yeah, had yeah, that like that was like that was like more like towards college areas and uh, South Street. Uh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, we had we had like West Coast Video, and then that, and like and then once Blockbuster came, that was a wrap. But I would sure. walk by it, and we still had Hollywood Video. Don't forget nah, that. We, 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 we had Hollywood. Down yeah, there? it was it was over there by Spring Garden 19. I worked there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was way later. You didn't come here till '96, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking like early '80s. So we had West okay. Coast Video. So I would walk by it and look at it and be like, "That looks like the coolest shit ever," and I can't wait to watch it. Same. And then didn't Kid and Play have a fucking cartoon show? They did, yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. 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 I was yeah, watching a cartoon yeah. show knowing what House Party was and knowing what all their shit was. Oh, wow, that's funny. You and, know, then, it, and then once I got older and I could watch all their movies, older meaning like 12 or 13 or some shit, I remember thinking like, oh, I can't wait to go to a house party because like this is what it's going to be like. I got to have like dance routines and shit ready to go. Sure, sure. And it's funny, no, because you say that. I didn't see that in the theater, but my parents did rent it. And they had, I've seen some, I had seen plenty of messed up stuff, like <laughs> already when I was a kid. But I remember, like, my parents were, very, like, like, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, the tone mm-hmm. of the movie seemed happy. And, like, so that, so we all rented it as a family. I remember, like, early on, there's, like, F-bombs. There's, like, certain, and then, like, both my parents looked at each other. And then they looked at, and then they looked at me. You know, it's like, if I'm a bitch, your mom is a bitch. Hey, my mom ain't no, like... I, it was that scene actually, and they were just like, "What?" The, uh, and they just let, they let me watch it. But I remember the initial confusion of like, "Wait, I thought." Which it brings me back to like when my dad started opening up to rap music. He really loved "Minds Playing Tricks on Me," and he only Whoa. heard it on he only heard it on the radio. And he thought mm. Ghetto Boys were this like I mean they're, they're a classic group, but he thought every Ghetto Boys song was was like that, like some introspective right. kind of thing. And I'm upstairs in my room, and I hear. Uh, I hear the We Can't Be Stopped album playing downstairs. It's like the mm. first song. And my dad is like, whoa, whoa, what is this? And I come down and I'm like, that's not my, this isn't my, who's listening? I'm, who's listening? The ghetto boys. Yeah, not- and my dad had no idea. He was like, He's no, like whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 yeah, I remember specifically, there were three woes like in a row. Like, what did I just buy? Yeah, so. Wow. Buyers remorse, baby. Yeah. Hip hop is, is definitely some buyers remorse. That is fire right is- here. Yeah. The house, the house parties I went to in the '90s. If people were dancing, they were probably smoking dust and drinking, you know, same night special brew. It wasn't a good yeah. look. I'm, I'm so glad that people our age there wasn't like iPhones and easily access. 
full photos to the internet because like yeah. yeah smoking dust and shit well, i mean I, I never i'm yeah, not shoot. i'm not talking about myself <laughs> i used to drink santa I'm, special brew and it'll give yeah, you a headache at every go uh, it yeah one, it was the one alcoholic beverage you would get a headache while you're drinking i don't remember our, that's for pbr me number. and my friends in night when i was like 14 we both we blasted some Sainide's special brew raspberry flavor 22s <laughs> right before i had to go to a hanukkah party and um what a combination I, def I definitely threw up behind ps51 ms51 and, and that was that was a fun look you yeah. know that Are, crazy sorry godparents yeah so we just just break. like to know that the idea of dancing <laughs> parties i was in college like at the same time that house party 2 came out oh and oh, yeah. i used to go to like a lot of like the the kappa parties like the alphas the sigmas and like go to all those parties right and they were very much in that vibe i mean there yeah, was never like crazy. pajama jam parties but it was like you, you know they'd have butt. a dj and it would just be like people dancing all night I went, you know, I went to a historically black college, but I grew up in a mostly white town. So, mm -hmm. like, all I got, it was, like, House Party 2, A Different World, School Days. And then when I went to Hampton, I was like, oh, it really is like that. I remember, really like, like, these, wow. and, like the step shows, they would have pajama yeah. parties. Like, it was, yeah, they're lively. Yeah. I, I love the 90s. You just and every party had, like, the, you know, like, certain segments. So, they'd have, like, your Tony Tony Tones playing. Uh, yeah. Like, that whole run. Montana yep. yeah. ranks. Yep. You got the reggae like run onyx. and the slow jam run. Yeah, I, and you know, my, my freshman year, like, it was every, like, the big thing was every year, all the freshman dorms at, on Hampton's campus would have a party. And on each floor was a different DJ. So I DJed nice. my dorms. And like the people Sight. throughout oh, the whole fire. campus would go throughout the entire. It was like, oh, exactly. like go to the entire university. I mean, that was not that. Well, we were not that unified. But the old like the cane dancing, with the dancing floor. with like the canes and shit. All of that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, those yeah, were alphas. Not, not everybody. The, the, the pretty boys. I thought that was cap. At my school was Kappas with the canes. Oh, I'm sorry. It is the Kappas. Yeah. It is. It's, Sigmas it is. had wow. stick canes. Sigmas yeah. had stick canes too. They just didn't have the curve. You're right. But yo, we gotta take a break. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Oh, oh, go We gotta take a break. Oh, we, gotta, uh, yeah, we gotta take a break. We gotta uh, pay the bills. So uh, uh, we'll be right back. Pay the bills with our own advertisements. Yes, <laughs> pay our own bills. Look, hey, hey, check my PayPal statement. Yeah. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll be right back. Call out Coach Fire. Peace with the bong is your man, Curly Castro. Enough with the polite and pleasantries. This is about Shrap. Me and my partner, Prem Rock, bringing you a lot of heat rocks. Falling metal, exploding bombs, produced by Lucid and Willie Green. Brought to y'all by Backwood Studios. If you don't have it by now, then you missing out. Just when you thought it was safe. One. Hey yo, Q. Hey yo, Q. Wrecking crew. Raheem's Lament, the new project from me, myself, Zilla Rock, and Curly Castro. Prem Rock, Small Professor. Available exclusively on Bandcamp via wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We got all your favorite Wrecking Crew affiliates, homies on there. People you already know, I don't need to list them off. Go grab that joint right now. And then you could also grab the official first ever piece of Wrecking Crew merch designed by Quandry himself. You can get the five panel hat or you can get the black snapback. Joints are shipping now. 
Alright, Raheem Clement, all types of wild shit on there. We got Arm and Hammer on there. We got Willie Green on there. We got Jason Griff on there. We got Quandry Messiah Music. We got New Career Crooks for me and Small Pro. Blue Edwards, the new group. Curly Castro and Small Pro. We got exclusive Prem Rock joints on there. Yo, it's crazy. Check it out right now. Raheem's Lament. Peace. Alright, so we are back. Wow. And uh, Zilla is going to take us to the oh. other side of the kid and play Man. coin. I can't coin believe, and, yo, I can't believe it's taking us. I can't believe it's taking us 51 fucking episodes. Oh, my goodness. We talk about class act. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, this was like Castro knows because me, me and him working at the same job together but in different buildings. There was one, Castro, there was one day where I sat what? at my desk at work and I was uh-huh. like, yo. I was fucking around YouTube doing something, and I found you could watch the entire Class Act movie. On oh YouTube, yeah, it's on YouTube. And I it's sat at there. my desk all day just <laughs> watching <laughs> Class Act in my, in my office. I closed the door. I was like, I have meetings. I just closed the door. <laughs> Class Act. <all> day. <laughs> was fire. Class Act. You, know, you know what's the thing about with Class Act? It's like I would not think about this movie, even though I've seen it so many fucking times. Because there, there was a cable channel down here in Philly called uh, Prism. Where Prism was like, it was it was on when cable first hit. You had Prism, which would give you like Flyers games, Sixers games, um, porn after midnight, and then like you know movies and shit. It was great. It was a very like local thing. So like mighty I, K, mighty Casey rap videos and shit. There you go. So they 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 would have like there's certain movies that would be on Prism, kind of like Bad Boys when that first came out was on Prism. All yeah, the, the rotation. Time. Yeah, like there was just certain movies I know like from seeing. So Class Act was like a Prism special where I didn't catch it till it was on cable and I would just watch it all the fucking time. And so when I saw Class Act, I loved it so much, but then I always forget how it's like such a pivotal movie in my life. Mm-hmm. To me, I realized today, Class Act for me in my life is like Cypress Hill, where I don't even acknowledge how important and influential it is to me. Like no. Cypress Hill is Word. like be yeah. real dj Muggsley. these motherfuckers are so incredible and yep, so much amazing shit and longevity yep. but they, but because like no yeah, dj Muggs is still making some of oh, the yeah, hardest rap music well, well, no, but no one's ever like too. no one's ever great, like great. oh you know what the best groups are cypress yeah, it's always right they don't start the right list. how yeah. right how like like cute duos like when they classify duos or mm. groups, you don't right. Cypress they, Hill's no, not Cypress Hill never in there. Four or, five. or like, up, or guys? like how Q-tip, Q-tip gets forgotten in the conversation of best '90s beat makers. Right, the producers, the producers, oh, producers, right. Yeah. all that shit. Right. So like, you you never think of Cypress Hill. So like, like to me, like this is one of the best comedies ever because it gives you the oldest trope in the world. Like, I'm going to be you, you're going to be me. How many fucking mm-hmm. movies have done that shit? Right? Oh, God. No, yeah, um, I mean, it's the Prince and the Pauper. Come on, basically. come on. Yeah. And, um, no, it is. And uh, it is. Switch yeah, yeah. Trading, pla- uh, trading, trading Places yeah. did it in another trading way. Places. Trading Places. And Even then, like Throw um, Mama from the Train, all them fucking movies. What's you know the what one with the twins? Uh, Freaky Friday. Twins. Freaky Friday. And then the other yeah. stuff. Which is not bad. The remake is not that bad. Right. The, so um, with Jamie Lee Curtis and Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that joint. And who's yeah, the yeah. original? Who's the original with the original one with the actress? Uh, that she played the both roles, right? No, oh, the, it was, oh, I'm uh, thinking of Tatum O'Neill, wasn't it? There it is. Yes, Back thank you. Yep. Yeah, yep. Tatum O'Neill. All right, so yep. Pete, this. So he, but here's what later went on to lead the uh, Chico's Bail Bomb Bears to the championship. There you go. Mm-hmm. So here's what's ill about this movie, though, that they didn't anticipate. So this came out in '92. Okay, '92 was an ill time, like for music. 
because mm-hmm. you have you have New Jack Swing full force. You have house music popping the fuck off. Mm-hmm. You have like party rap still cracking, but this is like right before like the chronic and like gangster yeah. rap take over everything. Yeah. So right. it's like this last stand of like dance music, R and B rap, like the cut the super colorful clothes. Yeah, having a good time. Color, right? Having, having a, good a good time, time. right? And so this is like the last bastion before gangster rap just eats the fucking planet, right? So I'm looking at the soundtrack for this shit, right? And I, I know the songs like in the movie, just in the background, but like this this shows you how ill of a time it was, right? So you had like Jade, who's in the soundtrack. You mm-hmm. had DJ Quick on the soundtrack. You have Kid and Play on the soundtrack. You ready for this? Lord Finesse, Set It Off wow. Troop, produced by Showbiz. Yeah. They're on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then you have like Forever My Lady, when fucking Play is talking to Hillary from Fresh Prince. When he's open up to her and shit, they're playing Forever My Lady. So now you have like the Uptown shit. That's happening. Then you have Salt and Pepper. Let's talk about sex. Huge fucking Huge song. That's Huge gigantic song. Then you have, but then you have like the Oakland 357s, turn it up. That's in the fucking movie. Then you have Moni Love, It's a Shame, which is like my favorite shit. That's in the fucking, like, so oh, you, shit, it was. Then, oh, wow. Yeah. And then you got in the background when they're driving a car with fucking Blade Brown, you got Boomin' System by LL. That's in the movie. Then you got Shaba Ranks, House Call. That's in the movie. You got MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This. That's in the movie. So it's like, then you got the Art of Noise is in this Moments in Love. You know what I mean? Which like, is one of the greatest uh, electro songs of all that time. That shit is incredible. Like, so it's this beautiful snapshot of like pop, dance, party shit, like trendy shit. All this shit is happening in this movie. And it has like this innocence to it where even like Blade Brown is like, you know, like what's the name? Where fucking Dougie Doug is like, yo, do the words in critical condition mean anything to you? Like, Blade is supposed yeah. to be the gangster rap bad motherfucker. But he's mm-hmm. like super charming, charismatic, even though you know he's got the gold tooth and he's fucking around. But like he if this movie was made like in ninety-four, he would be like a gangbanger, dude. Like he yeah, would be yeah, like yeah, right. yeah. he would be doughboy. Yeah, it was still like he was still the very attractive criminal, quote unquote. Um they didn't really um show him in the movie. It was the reputation that preceded right. him. It was very much so. So they didn't really have to show him beating anybody up or and he had them uh, two bodyguards and he had his man do it and so whatever like, his name was yeah. people's asses for so like he wasn't even getting busy with the head think about that the well, way that was Tommy written from martin well the tommy was the uh, yeah tommy was the think about how this plays out i bet you that was in the contract like i don't want to be a criminal i don't want to beat anybody up or rob anybody or shoot anybody let me have other people that do that and let me have a reputation that patterned me before that like he didn't do did he do anything criminal i'm just saying like and and, and and if you look at Kid and Play, with House Party included, they very much were like, we're going to stay consistent with our image. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, yes. we got we got a man producing the beats. What was our man that did the beats? Uh, Bug B. Um, the guy that did a lot of their beats. Um, oh, oh, my goodness. Um, you love Bug? Bug? Yes, yes. Love yes. 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 Yep. Love yep. Bug. yes. So we got that, you know, playing a lot of instruments on their stuff. We're keeping the upbeat. So then mm-hmm. we're in a movie. We still got to kind of look. A little positive. We have a cartoon. Mm-hmm. We can break into that Saturday morning yep. and get that kid. Um, you know, we got our name is Kid and Play. Yep. And I remember they 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 reveled in that. Now, in hindsight, looking, I don't know if that stretched them out for 10, 15 years, but they got a good six, nah. seven, 
But then also another weird thing is too, like even but in, even in the movie you have like Paulie Shore doing the weasel shit. Yeah, that like, weird couple look, yeah. Right. So like he's in there doing like the weasel thing and he has like the fucking like the the the, the talent show where they where all of a sudden magically kid and play become a fucking rap duo where kid never <laughs> rapped in his life and he's like this master of fucking freestyle on yeah. stage in front of everybody. But like so you have like, you know, wild He broke the formula. Did he tell him the formula? What? Remember, he, remember he, before he started rapping, he asked them, oh, so you just take this and... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, so you, put, you put the Jared by by the ob- objectifying adjective. And he's like... <laughs> he figured it out. Like, he just... He just yo, when, 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 yo when, when, kid, when kid is asking, we're sitting, they're sitting on the step and he's asking oh, them all tell about him, like, talking. One. He's like, would I be fly if I was on a plate? He's like, well, that depends. On what? On what you wear? <laughs> like, yeah. like, shit like that. The writing is like... Like the writing good. is yeah. it's like slapstick, you know, like fucking Abbott and Costello shit or like Marx yes. Brothers. Yeah, I got it. Also, I, I, was I strangely I strangely remember reading somewhere that Kid is like best friends with Bill Maher. Oh. At this well, point, yeah, that might, he, I, that, he was I, like a stand up comedian. Yeah, he, he just did, knows he a lot of entertainment folks, so, so, that, so that would make sense. Yeah. And he's he definitely um, I you're right, and, he do, I see him in that world. He's, he has a lot of those shows. And, yeah, and my awesome. wife used to work for like Gotham Magazine. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Yes, I remember. Um, yeah. yeah, so sh- they used to do all these events, and he would always host the events. Mm, okay, and he was like sort of like in that. He world. tried to do um. Did he try to do America's Funniest Video? He tried to. He did a one hosting of some show. He did one of those the, things. Yes, Kid Say the Darn is he sang also, one of those shows. Up, wow. He sang on. He sang uh, the hook on the, the second Grand Poobah album too. The um, a little bit of this, <laughs> a little of this. Oh, oh shit! He did at the end of the song. He's like, "In the K, the I, the D is in." Oh, yeah, that's him. He's in the video. Strangely enough, there's a video for that song. He's he's all in it. Yeah, he's you know, I'm wow. pointing at Alaska. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, we'll oh, on the episode. episode. Oh man, uh, you, yeah, you refuse to to not listen to it. Yo, I'm telling you, 2000 is a great album. It's no, it's no use. It doesn't do for me. It's no use. Just okay. just, just let that shit sail. my heart, man. I was trying to oh. say, going back to what Zilla was saying, I slipped over my boy's house and I got in trouble with his mom once because I was like reciting lines from class act. We were, like, <laughs> we were right outside his mom's window. And I was just what like, this is what, you be hitting on a bitch. And then like, yeah, when yeah. I, I said it mad hard yeah. and she was like, excuse me. And then like, she called my mom and, and I got in trouble when I got back yeah. home. Oh, Yo, the, the best part of the movie is when, is when kids mm-hmm. starts embracing being Blade Brown and not Duncan Penderhues. Yeah. Well, like they're at the restaurant, but the funny thing is, like they're doing like mad adult shit. Like he's going on a fucking date. Like he's got the outfit. He takes Danetta out or uh, whatever her name was. Is that her name Danetta? Yeah, Danetta. That's Danetta. Yeah, he takes her out on a and date. Bo- everybody had cars and vehicles. Everybody. So he's got this yeah, crazy yeah. fucking little. But he takes her out on a date like a restaurant. Everybody's there with the Jerry curls and shit. The homeboy from Pootie Tang is trying to fuck with him. Yeah. And then when he starts pulling up that, that Blade Brown shit, it's like he's like remember that he's like he walks by Play, who's there with Hillary. From fucking Fresh Prince, Karen yeah. Parsons. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you look at it. He's like, he's like, don't look at me, boy. You know I slap you. He starts like pump faking everybody. They're yeah, like, it's yeah. freaked out. You know what I mean? And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> I also, I also want to point out that this no era's, uh, this this era's filmmaking and how we just didn't care much about thirty-year-old uh, high schoolers. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. No. We look back, they're like 35, like full force. I thought they were high Prom- school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Far, yeah. what's his name? Homeboy who keeps getting fucked up all the time, who, who works for Tom. And he's working with a drug dealer. Like, how are you making these connections? But, but he's, wearing, he's wearing a tube top. Like, I have one. He's wearing like a mesh tube top. Like, yeah. getting fucked the up. Yeah. Really that was is awesome. fundamental. 
Read that was teacher teach. Yeah. That was one of you know I have I have several um, issues with the film The Wackness. Oh, okay. Okay. But one of them being like, why would like a fifteen year old kid just be hanging out with this Jamaican dude playing him Biggie <laughs> records? Like, how like, did they? Yeah, where was the, where was the, how did that where was the first? What, did you bump into each other in the street? Yeah, like, but I mean, like, but I don't believe like fresh. That, that I believe the hell out of. It. But well, funny, but it's different. Some more sent more sense, like culturally and contextually. Yes. And actually, I went to junior high school with the star Fresh. Uh, yeah, I went you know. to college with him, Sean. Okay, nice. Yeah, I went Sean to professional cool. performing yeah. arts school, uh, mm -hmm. District Two, Manhattan and, represent. And uh, yeah, he was the nicest guy. He like oh, he was an asshole. Looked out for me. So so he started acting. So he took some mm -hmm. time off. Then he came to college. So I was already like upperclassman to him being like a freshman or sophomore. He wasn't like a super asshole, but he just had like banging ass, like triple five soul jackets. And you know, Dude, you triple know he five made. soul was expensive in the Yeah, he had like the yeah. full blue outfits, full yellow ones and mm. stuff. And he was, and you know, people, we were hawking on him like, you know, man, whatever, man. Right, because he what? was also on, on The Corner, which was a precursor yes. to The Wire. Yeah, yes. yep. He was the main dude. Yeah, The yep. yeah. Corner was great. And then he then he did a, like a full halt stop. I think he's had, he has done some things in the It's a shame he wasn't past, in The Wire, because everybody from the fucking corner was in The Wire. They just gave but him But what's the call is not in that either. Um, the, yeah. the female lead in that either. Um, yeah, Homegirl from CB4. Oh, he, and he was in some other movies too, but... Yeah. Wait, yeah, but was he? he... Well, Wait, from which movie? From The Corner? There was a bunch of people from the corner that slid over to the wire. Not everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, not everybody, though, Z. Not everybody. Like, but, but I'm saying, like, a, a core of them all. The, the, but the, the whole thing was, because I read the oral history of the, of the wire book by uh, Jonathan Abrams. The, the thing was, if you played, you had to play the opposite. If you were on the corner, you played a junkie. You were on the wire playing a cop. If you played, but I also the, think the they made a conscious the effort to different. not, the stars didn't transform. Like Sean Nelson and his mom. That's true. They didn't yeah, come, like, yeah, yeah but she ended up being on Treme, though. Yes, uh, she did. There you go. Okay. But yeah. that was a Wendell Pierce. Uh, it's all the connective tissue. Wendell Pierce yeah. is in my movie that mm -hmm. I'm going to say. Uh, but I'll hold on to that. All right. Well, here's what I, all I want is for, to, to wrap up the class act talk. Because I, I mean, I, I can really just do I can do two. I'll, I'll go on to Zebra's pod and just talk class act with these motherfuckers for two days. Where, I, okay. I, I want to I hey. drop the fucking the Moni Love joint. It's a shame. Is that uh, fucking guitar shit? It's a shame. I was Yo, so yeah. in love with Moni Love the minute I realized she had an English accent. Oh, I was like, oh my God, and you rap so well. Oh yep. no. Like, and I, I used to get on these weird fantasy quests. I'm like, I'm going to meet her. Yep. So, I'm going to get on the song. Watch. Yeah. Watch. Oh, I'm going to get on the song. I'm going to get on the song. Yo, and, and I realized too, thinking about the soundtrack, if you listen to our episode from last year to Summer Jams, like my choices for our Summer Jam picks is like influenced by this movie. There's like house mm -hmm. shit, freestyle shit, Guido shit, R&B shit, rap oh, wow. shit. Yeah. 
it all stems from this movie, man. So, yeah, yeah and, and me and Marcus have talked about this many times on the podcast, but the 90s was a great time to find incredible deep cut rap songs on rap oh, God. Uh, soundtracks. Soundtrack. Rap soundtracks yes. had some of the best yes. B-sides, remixes, And that would be the only place that song exists. And that I, would, still, that I still listen to Son of Berserk because of the Juice soundtrack. Like, to this day, I still listen to it. I'm friends with Johnny Juice. The, I don't want to be too controversial. The real scratches behind a lot of Public Enemy stuff. Who oh. was one of the... Unaf- well, it's actually it, it's well known. I'm not dropping anything. Like, no, of course. Yeah, but he was That's he was fine. one of the producers for for Sons of Berserk, uh, the the Long Island group. I mean, the dude sounded yeah. just like Chuck D, like when yeah. like his like he sounded. Wow. Yeah, that was that, but that was a style back then too. It was yeah, a little bit of that. but they but that that was that was a Public Enemy group though. They they like mm-hmm. just like with young black teenagers, they were all down with like yeah. this unofficial PE, yeah, you know, collective bro. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and, uh, and Cameron from uh, Young Black Teenagers was in House Party uh, too. Yes, he was. Jamal. Also manages Farrell Munch. Oh, and really? Yeah. yeah, just how like La the Dark Man is like Ti's road manager or something. Oh shit! Um, and Chase La and Chase Dog. And Chase and his brother Infinite. is Willie, Willie the Kid. And Chase yeah, yeah, Infinite from. What was that rap group that Chase Infinite was in? Oh, Styles of Beyond. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. no, no they they were in a self science. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's like he's like the manager. I think he discovered, sort of discovered the ASAP Rocky crew, which did oh, oh, so, yeah. I love connective tissue and hip hop. It's really it means something. Uh, Marcus, yo, what what was that movie that we were talking about when Sorry to Bother You came out, where the dude accidentally becomes oh, a living large, reporter? living large, with the yeah, oh, living, large. Large. Oh, living with large, large, living single. Yeah, yeah. so that, that movie went, uh, with, with Kyle Barker from Living Single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow, that, that movie, that Very movie's on you, that movie's on YouTube. And <laughs> one the of the soundtrack. dudes from Jungle Brothers is randomly like yep. his sidekick in that. Oh, movie. Africa, is called, and, Africa is the lead. Uh, yeah, Africa, yeah. Uh, yeah. It is, no, look, it's a very scary movie. And hey, let me give you a little personal note. So, the soundtrack is excellent. I was Yo, away with you. You're right. You're absolutely cover. right. Yeah. I was yeah, a, I was away with youth. So um, uh, living, I love that movie, but it, it was, I, I found it through this weird path where I used to love the movie Soul Man. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. It was, go, on. Um, go on. I didn't really like understand. <laughs> it was Channing Comedy Pills. Central. Every time I was homesick, that movie was on Comedy and Central. And Raydon Chong is That's on true. it. And at the end of the movie, he's like, "Hey, what you white guys are saying?" And I, you know, mm-hmm. and then you know, I grew like, I could take this pain off my face, but at the end of the day, like, <laughs> and then know, always, you know what I mean? and then I get I peep the other movie with um African, and I'm like, "Yeah, all of this stuff is really like <laughs> horror movie stuff, like all yeah." <laughs> And There's then no I'm like, Jordan Peele, these movies. And then I, I look back on Soul on Soul Man, and I remember the dream sequences where the mom is dressed like Antebellum South, and he, he's like wearing pirate outfits. And it's like, oh my God. Ooh, green lit that movie. There's stages oh. before a movie gets released, at least three or four gates wow. that has to be produced and uh, confirmed and approved. And it made money, and it's really fascinating how I used to like that movie. I made, I made, and I made C. Thomas Howell laugh at, at, at a convention once. This was a couple years ago, the, the Chiller convention. I went. Uh, this is the one you didn't go to, Scott. Like I walked okay. past him, and my two friends I was with, I was like, 
it was right when racial Dolazal was popping off and like, what does he tell us how I think about it? Like, Trans-racial. he was just walking around. So he's like, no, I dare you to walk, I dare you to say like a, a Rachel Dolezal uh, joke. Like just say Rachel Dolezal. And I didn't think he, my friend didn't think I would do it, but I, I walked, I was like Rachel Dolezal. And he looked at me and he just started laughing. Like he knew exactly what the deal was. Like, <laughs> right away, he just started like snickering. And then he just like laughed to himself. Then like he walked away, stopped, and then looked back at me again and like laughed some more. And then he just kept. He doesn't like, get too much flack for it. They kind of like it was. The time well, the thing about that movie is, it's like when you have James Earl Jones and and like yeah, yeah, there were like black that. actors in it, so it was like, yeah, well, yeah, they yeah, think yeah, it's okay, that. then it must be fine. Like it was totally yeah. that kind of soul. Man. But I think that um, the spirit of Soul Man was definitely resurrected and uh, purified and perfected when um, Robert Downey did one of my favorite. Roles of his in Tropic Thunder. Oh, I, I, what what about another, the Ice Cube show, Black and White? You guys remember that shit on FX? Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, It was a reality show where like, they, 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 oh. they took a white family and fucking painted them and yeah. made them black and gave them a whole new story. It's like Yo, a new. Why do, what, was this on like UPN FX. or something? No, no. This yeah. is like, when, like, like, when, like on MTV, FX, I think, right? No, no, no. It, was it was like, like FX, FX, like first, first, first story. Yes. Really? Like, this, this is something I would remember. Holy shit. Wow. shit and they, because crazy. they did the whole makeup, like plastic. Yes, and like stuff the makeup. Like, they, they would spend hours, like their arms, their hands. Yes. Anything that would be revealed, like their hair. Yeah, very bad ideas. I don't remember. Wow. I, 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 I just doing the intros and outros of all the fucking episodes. All I want to wow. do is just be in Hollywood Holy or in New York when these dumb ideas are made, so I can just make a little bit of that money and go do something decent. Mm-hmm. Just one time. I hear one if time. I, if I could just say one thing, how you were saying, like, how did they make this? Like, what is going on? I just want to remind you that in the year two thousand, they made a movie called Blackmail. Starring Bo Keen and Justin Pierce, who was famous for being Casper. I remember that. I remember that. That was a cross between that also had like a Silence of the Lamb vibe. So they did that. And (laughs) if you want want a a really good alley oop, Mr. Castro, um, to your movie, uh, Mm. The last time I watched your movie was actually when I was watching Living Large. I was re-watching Living Large. (laughs) Large. Yeah, so I was revisiting Living Large to talk about Sorry to Bother You because like there's, you know, there's some connected tissue. A lot of parallels, yes, yes. And and Living Large, at least the last time I checked was a certain streaming uh, platform that rhymes with Moo Moob. Um, And then it, it, the movie that it, made me not made me but you know how like sometimes youtube will go into another movie or yes, another video the suggestion yes yeah. the video that it went straight into was strat yep strat but i i, I love like, you know i'm about so to go much. ham i'm about to go in so we, we should take a break before i, I get into my whole greatest greatest rap cameo second out uh, to who's the man but oh yeah this yeah. classic oh, classic classic but let's 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 kick a quick break, and you know we we coming back with Shablau. This is where I even yeah. get the Shablau's effect yeah. from. Yeah. All right, peace to call out culture one time, man. It's your boy Scorsese. Shout out to Jason Griff. We the Dream Team, and we drop it catch point TM. This is the remix. Listen up, man. Wolfpack remix. Quell Chris. Jax to zero. Zilla Rock on there. Curly Castro on there. Mr. Lift show up too. My man T. Paul on there. Whole lot of motherfuckers. You hear me? 17 joints. Pick that shit up. Grip. XScorsese.bandcamp.com. Midnight Express coming soon. 
Yo, check it out. It's Elaraka once again. New music for you to enjoy and purchase. I got a new EP out called 96 Ways I Made Out to celebrate the one year anniversary of my album 96 Mentality. This one's crazy, man. We got uh, me and the homie PQ, Philly producer and graphic designer. Uh, laced some new t-shirts for it, did a couple remixes. Um, we also got Blockhead doing a remix with Vic Spencer on there. We got Small Pro doing a remix on there. And then we got a new joint that was previously only available on the CD featuring Alaska, uh, Call Out Culture alum Wally Clark and the homie S. Habib. What up, Beep? You can grab it now at $3pistol.com. Uh, five joints, three different t-shirts, crazy as hell. 96 ways I'm made out. Get it. Peace. All right, welcome back. And now, the shit, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, Strapped. All right, welcome back. And now, the much hyped Curly Castro pick. Strapped. Let me tell y'all something. All right, boom. So, I didn't even have HBO back then, right? Strapped is an HBO project. But my mom was always like grabbing stuff from the library, and Strapped did this promotion (laughs) where you would get a VHS. (laughs) and like two pamphlets about anti-gun uh, uh, <laughs> strategies and stuff. Oh and my, my mom God. came home, it was like a VHS, and she had these two things, she said, yeah, watch this. And it was the um, VHS uh, containers, if anybody's oh familiar, that was the extra plastic ones that were a little bigger. People that watch a lot of porn know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was right in there, so I popped it in. Boom, I had one of those top-loading VH, v, uh, VHS machines. You don't know oh, nothing about that. Stuff. No, oh, yes, yeah. I do. No, oh, I when they were VHS machines, before VHS. they became VCRs, it was a top-loader, put it in the top, went in like a transformer. No, Boom. trust me, he knows. Trust Ooh, me. But here was the problem. There was an alternating volume on the VCR as well as the TV. And if you weren't careful, you would record the rebirth of Optimus Prime really at a low level and have to get real close to listen to it. Anyway, boom, strap. So Bo Keem Woodbine hits the scene. You don't know who this guy is, but you recognize the rappers. Strapped, the film directed by Forrest Whitaker, starring Michael Bean of The Terminator and Aliens, newcomer Bo Keem Woodbine. Fredro of the rap group Onyx, as well as cameos and music featuring many of today's biggest rap artists. Strapped. And I just have to tell Fredro. you, Fredro Star, one of the greatest actor rappers. Scariest ever. people of all time. Don't even play yourself. My man was talented. All right. So he plays this guy. So Strapped. Chi Ali, first he, rapper. He almost see. got hit in the head with a log. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Fredro Star? <laughs> no, I'm not Keith, trying to have no, Fredro. No, 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 no. Keith Murray, the Keith Murray Fredro battle, one of like Keith Murray's best lines in that battle, he's he told Fredro Star, I'll split your forehead with a log. And he thought that that was like Keith Murray's like that was his hardest bar. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it, it's a joke between Scott and Fredro Star is way more talented than uh Yeah, woof. Anyway, Chi Ali, bam. Yep. For, you see him in a movie. Um Das Effects das in the movie. Yo, Give me a the quick, Das quick. Effects cameo to me was amazing because <laughs> Onyx was always known as being really diminutive sized rappers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when they cross path with Das Effects, mm-hmm. Fredro looks like a giant compared yeah, to Das Effects. Yeah, 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 he looks yeah. like It just blew my Jack mind that they must have been juice. like <laughs> child-sized rappers. Quick, quick, um, quick hip-hop trivia. What are the two names of the MCs in Das Effects? Dre's and Scoob. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people. Crazy, crazy. 
Crazy, yeah. crazy jersey. But a lot Yo, of people Bucks didn't is know. Books an ill name. Books is they, 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 name. they didn't even know their names. They just know them as Dawson Fex. Wendell yeah. Pierce is in this movie as the DA. Um, Isaiah Washington. Oh, I was going to say. I'm getting to it. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting to it. Uh, Yo-Yo. 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 Oh, with my Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo. She's in there. Yes. Moni Love is in this movie. Yep, Moni Love. Buster Riddimes is yep. in this movie. Uh, is Rampage? Isn't that Rampage with him too? Is Rampage? No, no, he's just by himself. He's just by himself. Yeah, you know, uh, I thought it was yeah. Rampage with him. Sticky Fingers is in this movie. Classic. In the lineup, uncredited. Yep. Look at me. Yep. Yes. So, so, so I'm watching this movie. Wait, you left about... out a big, you left out a big oh. rap cameo. Whoa. Kumo D is Yo-Yo's yes. cousin. Yes. Uh, go to Georgia to buy a gun. Yeah, Kumo D is the, yeah. And he gets him the Glocks. And you also I forgot Jermaine Hopkins. Yes, and I oh, remember yo, not seeing yeah. Kumo D dressed down like that. Like that was interesting mm. for me. So that's the, probably what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the um, and the cat. So Strap comes out. It's an anti-gun movie. It's a decent um thing. But Bokeem had this great ability to like overact with his lips and his teeth. Oh. And you just like, what's going oh, on with this guy? But it was very captivating. <laughs> um, Strap was one of the first movies where um somebody was really standing right next to him to somebody. And the other person was in his grandmother and mother's apartment. And he said, you a bitch ass nigga started shooting at him. <laughs> yeah. And they had a whole battle inside the grandmother's apartment. That used to just blow my mind. I that went outside in, into the project. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, definitely. That spilled out, out into the, window, the project. Like I couldn't even sit on something with my grandmother's furniture. So in fact, they were having like a gun battle. Oh yeah, they let it blow on my mind. Let it fly. Yo, Bukim Woodburn's act, I, I remember I was like 12 and I was like, why is he, I don't like, I mean, I don't dislike him, I was like, movie, but he's making weird facial Weird choices. faces and like hitting, hitting, hitting. It, when he's walking out of the police like they station. Didn't, he oh, didn't right, know right. how to walk right. That's what he I was He had okay. a strut, but he, like, Alaska, he had four mm-hmm. struts in the movie and then he was doing these weird dances on top of random Oh, the transitions in that movie were yes. weird as shit. They were the so transitions weird. Transitions in Strap are classic and that, to me, is where Moesha got her transitions Give them that that's flower good, when they that, do. That's a when when Michael Bean asks him, when he's uh, like, "So you have a kid on the way? Well, what do you want, a boy or a girl?" And he's like, "What do you think, man? A boy." <laughs> and he just like walk. It's like it's so weak. Like he bugs his eyes out. A boy. Directed and he by just the great walked out. It's Forrest weird. Whitaker. Yeah. And um, Oscar so, Oscar award winning yes. actor. Forrest yes. Whitaker, d- director of Hope Floats, first daughter, and Waiting to Exhale. Strapped, which is the oh, yeah, most and you strapped, said, um, the most Alaska, diverse. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to miss this. Alaska said Jermaine Hopkins, those not that's steel, yeah, yeah. steel, steel, yeah. um, selling shirts. And so, I just remember like being a uh, of that age, it was 93, so I'm like, uh, I'm like 15, 16, and like you could relate to a lot of that stuff, but I didn't have a dumb girlfriend who wanted to sell crack while she was pregnant. Um, <laughs> And I remember when she was explaining it, she said, oh, they, uh, they caught me, you know, they were lying. I didn't do it. And then when the cops said they have them on tape selling to no. undercover, I'm like, whoa, this is just way more exaggerated. But um, And then I her reason for wanting to sell the drugs was fucking To get him a She's coat. Like, I wanted to buy you a leather coat. That's <laughs> not what we're doing. You're, you're looking at, look, you're looking in Queens at $900 apartments. She definitely had brand ideas, but she just yeah. didn't know how to apply herself. Then you have Daquan, who's like, you know, scuffling. And yep. um, I ain't gonna lie, like the thing that stuck out with me and Strap, it wasn't even a racial thing. It was like, yeah, why are you going to bend for these guns? Like it just did, the money was really strange. Um, but like, you still seeing these cameos again. So like, this is the whole, what the pot is about, hip hop movies. And so you're seeing these cats act for the first time, Buster's in it or whatever. And then, yep. you know, they're holding their own. And, uh, you know, but um, 
and then of course there was a lot it was it was factual like um it was applicable there were a lot of young kids getting shot randomly and when he shot that girl that was like it changed the whole movie for me. Oh, that yeah, scene I was love nuts. That. that scene was, yeah, I that love scene was really sick. You're going to put the same amount of fish on the fucking sims. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um, yo, the soundtrack, I don't even know if you call it a soundtrack because most of the songs used in it like were pre-existing. But I remember right. up until that moment, I didn't know who Free, I, I knew, I found out who Freestyle Fellowship was because of that movie. If you, like, there's one scene where they're driving through and these guys on the corner are listening to Inner City Boundaries. And it's you right in the just, part when Micah Nine is singing. The, I was like, "Yo, what song is that?" And it took me like take, a while just, to like take my whole yeah. take my whole section. Yeah, shit, so, my bad. Go ahead. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, but, you, but uh, you, 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 um, it was a lot of mixed songs on here. There's Gerald Levert on here. Wow. There's um this old MC um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Voodoo with like three O's or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has a good song. There's a bunch of, and there's a bunch of Onyx songs on here. Like um, it's not Mr. Voodoo from Natural Elements, is it? No, no, no. no it's like no, no, with three O's. And an shout out to him though. But shout out, him. shout out to um, Ka from Natural Natural Elements. Elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. you're right. So there's a lot of stuff on here, and then there's all these you know Onyx songs. Throw your guns, bitch ass niggas. Oh. Um, the, um, I do want you to drop. I do want y'all to drop the um, ghetto. What they do the ghetto uh, pledge of allegiance. <laughs> oh my god! It's like it's a, it's a quick thing. I wanted you to drop that in there. But the song that I did um, pick, the, my favorite, is um, the Freestyle Fellowship song. Nice. Um, yeah, nice. And it's nice. called. Um, what I call it? It's like you know, I got a long name. What is it called? The song um, in the movie. movie? Yeah, what's the song? Inner City Boundaries. Inner City Boundaries. What we have. Featuring Daddy O. What we have. The knowledge is helpful to people that we could be free and no devil could ever enter the boundaries. I stand in the center around all these sounds I see. Blessed are the that I found the key. That's how we be. We are by no means ashamed of our go to a background. Not a tap, it's afraid of change. Look around the same old, same old. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, no, I can't call it. Trying to maintain overlooking these boundaries. I gotta be righteous, I gotta be me. I gotta be conscious, I gotta be free. I gotta be. Even Boss, remember when he's a bike messenger driving through the city and they're playing Boss? I don't give a fuck, not a single fuck, not a single solitary fuck. I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Oh, so like, but that that was my first time hearing Freestyle Fellowship uh, in that yeah. manner. And that just wow. that for that just reminded me of the the group the nonce. Hell yeah! Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I used to yeah. Rest in rest in peace. Um, one of the one of the gentlemen. Yeah, the the not heavy set guy was one of them passed. pretty recently passed away. Yeah, he did. But yeah, so I just thought this movie was just an epitome, the cameos, then when you get to the soundtrack and, you know, Onyx is banging back then, they dominated Project the Road, you know, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's my pick. Strat, Bokeh. Yeah, man, I'm so it's like that? That's awesome. Oh, it's man. like that? So <laughs> it's like that? Oh, it's like that? So, <laughs> so why, don't, why don't we do this? Why don't, why don't I jump into mine, we'll take a break, and then Scott can take us home. It'll be a, a zebra I'm gonna be sandwich. Taking you home with the with the worst movie of this list. <laughs> but I feel like it's a, a significant and I promise you that it's it's worth the wait. Drop them gems, Scott. All right. Hit us. 
right, so, what you got, baby. So I'm going with the, the 2015 movie Dope. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and, and I kind of wanted to go with it because I didn't want to like just pick sort of like Classics something that or, people talk yeah. about a lot. Um, it's a movie I really enjoyed. Like, it, it kind of came out of nowhere for me. People, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people were talking about it that I didn't trust their opinion. Yeah, right. So I, like, I watched it. I was like really pleasantly surprised. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily like a rap film, but it's definitely rap adjacent. No, it's like, a rap film. ASAP Rocky in it. It's like ASAP Rocky and, is and, and, and the characters are like, like sort of like nineties yeah, right. hip hop fetishists. Yes. So yes. Like, you know, yeah. Like no, it's story, totally, totally a rap movie. You know, it's a rap movie and a Bildungsroman at the same time. It's a, it's a, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, so for I don't know, has everybody seen this movie or no? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know, it stars Shamik Moore, who is also played Raekwon in the uh, the Wu Tang show as well as Shaolin. Fantastic. He's also the person. He's all. He also the person that suggested that Rosa Parks should have used the um, black Uh, cab company instead of done the bus. Yes. Done, instead of done the bus boycott, she's just as, just as we're going black down his greatest company. hits. Yeah. The voice of so, so um, Morales is well. doing 833. Oh, yeah, he's Miles Black Miles. Cab Company. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. anyway. Sorry, so Continue. yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's really just it was a recent movie that I, I really enjoyed. I like the spirit of it. It kind of, in a way, sort of like tied into like it's not a family movie, but it is like a throwback to like the coming of age films that I remember growing up. Like, and kids it's about basically, family. It's about yeah. family. Yeah. You know? And it's kids sort of set into like this adult world and having to figure it out. Like, you know, they're, they're thrown into the dangers. It's almost like Goonies-ish in an, to an extent because it's like mm-hmm. they have yeah, to figure no, out how to save it. themselves. Yeah. Um, and pull, yeah, so, pull themselves out of it. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it has a crazy cast. Like, you know, it's got Shamik Moore. It's got um, Tony Rivalori, who was in um, Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, um, yeah. It's got Kimberly Elise. It's got um, shout out Bitcoin Stanfield. Bitcoin. Um, shout out it's got Blake Castro's Anderson. man Rick Fox, who retweeted you. Rick Fox, yep. Ill. Boom. Zoe Kravitz Boom. is in it. ASAP Rocky. Uh, ASAP yep. Rocky has one of like the best scenes in the movie where they're talking yep. about drones. Yep. Yes. Like, I w- actually, if you want, to drop this in there, Zilla. You could drop this mm-hmm. scene, and I'll send you a link mm-hmm. for it. Man, straight up, I really used to think Obama was a bitch, man. Drones still a nigga? That's some gangsta shit. I need one of them motherfuckers. Ah, yeah. That shit ain't funny. It's fucked up if you really think about it. How, nigga? He killing all them Al-Qaeda's and shit? Nigga, that ain't all that gets killed. And the nigga saying he could drone strike Americans too. They killed an American working with them niggas in Yemen. Man, he was a terrorist, dog. So it's like set tripping. You can't decide to be a blood, then get mad if the Crips try to kill you and shit. Man, all I'm saying is, this shit started somewhere like Pakistan or some shit. Before you know it, they start saying that we're the terrorists. They gonna have planes riding all around Inglewood, dropping bombs on Crenshaw and shit, man. Ah, slippery slow. Exactly, nigga. Shit, I wish a nigga would try to fly drones in my hood. Fuck that. Um, right. Yeah, it's just, it's definitely- With Keith Stanfield? He's yeah. Keith Stanfield. That was that really period good. where the Keith Stanfield was literally in every single movie. Like, Everything. Yeah. He was Sam L. Jackson. He's getting work. Short term 12, work. Selma. Yeah. The, like he was uh, uh, straight out of company. He was in a lot of shit in that. He's getting it. He's putting his feet. He's getting his feet. He's getting his feet. He's It's almost in a way like a, a modern retelling of risky business. Okay. Oh, so, oh I like totally, that. I like totally, that. Yeah. 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 
Bitcoin, shout, shout out, out to Bitcoin. Shout out to Bitcoin, yeah. You know and, um, you know, shout out to, like, you know, young kids playing punk music yeah. and also being hip-hop fans and skaters and just sort of, like, everything that the, I was into. The, in the and the thing is, the, when I first saw that movie, I, I was like, oh, one, I do want to shout out cryptocurrency is a great way of democratizing how we have money and how we spend shit, so I love that. And two, when I saw this movie at first, I was like, wait, there's no kids like that. And then, like, I realized, one, that was one of the reasons why a lot of people loved Odd Future when they showed up was because they mm. always like they were a throwback and yes. also Casey Veggies is in the movie thing you know yeah. Casey yep. Veggies um, yep. and there actually really are young kids who who love old rap culture just how like when I in the 90s there were kids that, that were dressing like punk rockers but punk rock yep. was 20 years ago mm. so yes. yeah. I just I like that and, and I like that because rap music doesn't always get that sort of treatment so it's nice for it to have like reverence as yeah being revered yes sir yeah, yeah. yes sir i like yeah. the um the and fuck hamilton Yo, big time. <laughs> fuck. the tight group and riding the bikes always <laughs> makes me think of like you said goonies the et the kids e. on the mission because yeah. the adults the adults are all in there over their head they're distracted they don't see the, what's really going on even eight eight millimeters not eight millimeters I mean, um, oh super eight yeah super eight, eight. Yeah. but it's, another, it's true it's another of those movies where like like a lot of the adults are so secondary. Like you don't see no. too many adults in the movie. Right. It adults me always of, well not they they don't always get it one it's way. Like, I mean, it's South Rocky for the most part is the adult. Exactly. It's that. like that movie Brick. Yeah. Richard Roundtree is literally oh. the only the only adult. The only adult in Brick. Movie. Yep, he's the you principal. Yeah. yeah. Or if you you want to go further, we can go to Bully, and um... <laughs> fuck fuck that movie. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. my God. No. I had such high hopes for Larry Clark. I wanted him to be oh, man. Yeah. legendary Yo, photographer. I, I don't I mean, film, he didn't make but, kids. Which is the second time we talked about that, because we just talked about uh, Justin Pierce, rest in peace, who oh, in, and rest in, in peace, Black Hunter. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot yeah. of, it's a, there's many actually people from that movie who passed away. And Harold Hunter, one of the better yeah. skateboarder rappers. Yes, he has, I already he was. Had some, he had some bangers. Very good. They're hard to find now, but it's like now skateboarding and rapping, there's a, you know, it's very well connected, yeah. but. And he, he always, like, a unique look, everybody remembers Harold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, he, he was a regular at Max look. Fish back in the day as well. Nice. Yes, yep. yeah. Um, I spent yeah. many a brain cell at that place. Yeah. <laughs> well spent. Yeah. All right, we're gonna hit the last break and then come back and close. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let me just oh, hit yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sound, I mean, it, it's it's basically all old songs. So it's either "The World Is Yours" by Nas, or mm. what I'm actually going to pick that I would like uh, Zilla to play is "Home Is Where the Hatred Is" by Gil Scott. Oh, man. Me and you were going back and forth about that shit. We are back. All right, Scott, so, so in real life, 
I only met Tim. I only know Tim. I don't know you other guys. I mean, I know of you guys. I respect you guys. I, I know your music and shit. So I'm sure when I was like, dude, I want to talk about the Joaquin Phoenix movie. I'm still here. You guys were probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? That Castro was very heated at the general premise of that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, as as anyone should. And and for the same reason that I say fuck Hamilton. And but, you know, because like like as far as rap movies go, Crush Groove is my favorite. I can Bomb. turn on that. I can turn on that movie and just watch just it. Van and Bop, have it in the background. That's like one of my favorite movies of that's like a rap and like Melly Mel's rap verse at the end of Beat Street gives me goosebumps and like Star Wars, obviously. Sure. So, I was going to so, raise my hand to the, to the, to the most high tag God, Star Wars. Incredible piece. So, but like, those are like obvious picks, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so like Joaquin Phoenix. Cross Groove, sorry, I'm sorry. Cross Groove written by Bus Driver's father. I always have to throw that in there because that's such a random Word? fact. Yeah. Yep. He wrote from Mar- He was one of the head writers on Mary Yeah, Bus Driver grew up in like the Hollywood. Hollywood. Dad, his dad's a famous TV writer. I, I had to say that huh. just to the connect. Sorry, Scott. No, it's it's okay. It's like yeah. um, uh, that movie that you and I saw last year, Cane River. Um, yeah. Oh, hell. Yeah. Yeah. No. Say it, direct- you say. No, no, you can say it because I'm forgetting names, right? Oh, yeah, this, 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 this rediscovered, kind of undiscovered movie, this important black film, Cane River, it was actually uh, directed by Sasha Jenkins' father. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, there's... Connected there's, Tissue, that's the name yeah. of the episode. Connected so. Tissue, that's, that's also, like, what we try to do in our podcast and shit. So, you know, um, like, Joaquin Phoenix is, is like, is, I, he, I'm not comparing him to be, like, as good, but... He's like a Lil Wayne or Michael Jackson figure, like grows up without a childhood, like okay. he grows up in a cult, doesn't really get a chance to be himself. Like his brother passed away from a drug overdose. He watched his brother pass away. Watched his brother die. Dead. And he just like never really, really had a chance. And what I think is interesting about this movie is, so he just has... Uh, till then in what I believe to be a career performance in Two Lovers, which is an incredible film based off of the Dostoevsky short story. And he's just killing it. And then he decides, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to tell everybody that I'm quitting mm-hmm. to be a rapper. And, and what I like about the movie is one, he's a bad rapper. And like, he looks like any con wannabe and but he's trying but he's trying to make like quote unquote serious rap music and i have a lot of trouble with this i hate when like rap music is one of the few genres where people can really like throw throw it on like a tambourine and just Uh and like not show reverence to it so it frustrated me that like he just used rap like how anyone could have used it but i think it's a very good example of and I think the song that I would choose for, for this would either be Deception by Black Alicious or Ooh. Self-Destruction, Self-Destruction by Boogie Down Productions. Ooh, gotta be the Black about, Alicious. Love okay, Don't Let Money Change You, you know, and it's about... Don't let money change y'all. I played that song so much, Zilla really started not like it. This is a story of a kid, his name is Cisco. Crisco. He lived a lavish style of life, fast money, women, cars, and he liked the frequent wars. 
like I like so Hustle and Flow is a frustrating oh. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to me it is, yeah. the crux of it is that he's a bad rapper. You know, I kind of yes. like that he's a shitty rapper in Hustle and Flow. And I mean, there's there's so many tremendous problems with that movie from the director to like the storylines to whatever. But he's what what I love is that you're like, this is not good rap, but somehow people are captivated. And in I'm still I'm still here. The rap is bad and people are captivated and you just see like (laughs) this person self-destruct but also it shows the power of white privilege right because he Mm. goes yeah so but there's work here i promise you that there was a reason why i was doing all this so um because so then he like he's on david letterman he's pissing off everybody Mm -hmm. like people are like is he doing an andy kaufman what is going on when is the record coming out and then he just makes this movie with uh with academy uh winning actor Casey Affleck uh, the brother the brother of Batman and at the mm-hmm. time the, the brother-in-law they were brother-in-laws and about like the positioning you know to I've been saying this sentence a lot this week because I've been arguing with people about Hamilton about how <laughs> to to quote Jay live that uh, rap is the proverbial sad clown of music. Uh, yeah, it's a proverbial. Uh, mm. Oh, great! Just, uh, exploited by many, understood by, by few. few. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like, I feel Hamilton is a is like the primest example of that. And and I'm still here is another example of it. But it's also like one of the best movies about like how rock stars are dicks and how oh. and how like ego death and like the cults of personality are are, are stupid because then mm. he makes this movie and everyone hates it and then he goes to make the master and then oh, yeah fucking like goes to right do back. one of the right back <laughs> right back you want to hear like, you want to hear doesn't, amazing theory doesn't about, miss a beat my, 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 and barry said the master sure. he's play he plays i'm sorry Philip Seymour Hoffman plays the RZA, and he plays Old Dirty Bastard. Ooh, wow. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the way the movie, uh, I mean, what's it called? Freddy is not going to be all right by the end of that movie. Right, of course. So it's like, like, course not. Like, yeah. And that, yeah, yeah look, I will, uh, Z, Z You just ruined my day, man. <laughs> Z knows this. One of my saddest, That's the Barry. one of I the saddest things is when he got out, to me. Just when he got out of jail and they just rushed him back and he was filming it. I just, and Rizzo was there rushing with, him. And it, Rizzo was there in the studio writing his garbage rhymes. That's just, Rizzo, uh, Rizzo I always there my heart. Like, I just him. wish they just gave him a second there. Just a I second. Know. Yeah, because he, he like, he's one of those people where he, he wasn't consistently amazing, but his flashes were better than, than something so many people can hope for. Like, uh, his second album, of which title I am not comfortable saying, and bomb, has, please. has like lights of just Ooh. amazing rap existentialism. To use my big pretentious words, you know what I mean. There you go. Or like um, he was on his album that he was working on before he passed away. He made this joint with Primo Pop Shots. That's just that's incredible. So it's yeah, the it's the it's the um it's the comet's tail being cut too short. He was always gonna blaze mm-hmm. bright, but we needed not we needed not like that, not 
Brevin, but if, if it lasted a little longer, if he didn't go to jail. So if they kept, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't going to last long. But if he stayed out of jail for a couple more years and was able to put out, you know, get in the studio and put out more product, we would have had that. That's what we would have mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, you know, like that comeback record is just weird. You know, you know how I yeah. feel about those films. But, um, and it's like yeah. they can't they can't make a movie about ODB. They've been trying for a while. The last time it got made, it was actually about his white manager, which shows you it that that's still yeah. you're more likely. Yeah, I remember that. You're more likely. Did, you're yeah. more likely to get to get a movie where Joaquin Phoenix is pretending to be a trash rapper than, <laughs> than you are than actual important movies about. Wow significant rap stuff which is why i chose this movie so i'm glad you guys bore with me for for this one no that was that was awesome man that was actually great analysis because if you listen to me it's not like i don't have love and knowledge and reverence of of rap and cinema it's just like sometimes it's important to like talk about how silly shit can get when it comes to parroting this beautiful art form that's so many things like when people are like, 100%. oh, I only like weed rap or like I only like spiritual rap or like whatever, but like good rap is all those things. Yeah. You know? My problem so. with the movie, the main problem I've always had with things of that nature is um, mm-hmm. I can see the overall arc, but I don't see you rapping. I don't see you yeah. writing. I don't see you doing anything that has to do with actual hip hop. I see you doing all of the things around hip hop. And I remember yeah. Doom always has that poignant line that you know, who cares what I look like? It should be about the wreck. He said, hip hop mm-hmm. these days is about everything but the music. It's like we're circling um, that, that Eminem diss line, like, you know, you're circling the pussy because you're scared to eat, to eat the bush. It's like, so a lot of times when I see that, all I need is a glimpse of it. I need to see somebody sitting down writing. Let me know mm-hmm. that there's some authenticity to it. And I won't think that you're just taking a piss at yeah. rap. And, and, and also, again, I don't like perpetuating the stupid ass myth that anybody can rap. Like, that's what uh, I'm saying. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch <laughs> Grandma rap on. Everybody's got talent, but she should lose after a couple of rounds. Like it's it's yes, rap I'm should ready. never turn into um a novelty. Um, I mean, or, unless she's or, nice. Or rap, yeah, rap butt, where there's a dog rapping and and shooting baskets and stuff. But we all know that. Yeah. We all, and we're all you know we're, we're all purveyors and curated creators of the great art. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying because because he he. He lands on his ass because he makes this assumption that rapping is easy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. that, and it's not. It's not. not at all. And I, I like. I think your analysis, uh, Carly, is like so, so on point because if he had spent time to to write and make music and take it seriously and because, try, because yeah. he's he's clearly a talented artist. And I got a deep he, dig. I got a deep dig for you. Look how look how endearing it was when C. Ray's Walls did that made episode with that Jewish mm-hmm. kid to make him in a rapper. I remember that. The no. kid didn't get that far, but he was trying and everybody loves that. And they had plenty of episodes and other things, but it just, yeah. because it was a genuine effort and C. Ray's Walls is a master of the craft, you get that, you get that feeling. When you, when you watch, when you watch Joaquin's effort, it's like, are you putting right. on, are you shitting me? Like, that's always was like, when, I was like, quiet, when's the joke? Like it's coming. I know it's coming. When is it? Yeah. And I remember him carrying on for a while, and then for a second I thought he was semi-serious, and then I 
when I saw Casey Affleck, when I started, when they started putting him in the frame of the pictures, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I kind of lessened. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I definitely did, never needed to see Joaquin Phoenix's junk. I didn't, I didn't need that <laughs> in my life. Or him, drop, or, or him dropping a hard R when he was singing that far side. So who yep. is the N-word in charge? He, yo, he said the R extra hard, and that's not even how they say it. it <laughs> <laughs> What's also crazy is this movie is going to always kind of forever live in infamy because it's the movie that essentially is going to haunt Casey Affleck for the rest of his life because this oh, is right. the movie where he got, you know, I'm using air quotes, canceled, whatever. I mean, yeah. this is why his profile is so low now because of the lawsuit that stemmed from that movie back in 2000. Yep. See, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I, never, I never fuck with that shit when it was happening. I never heard any of the songs because I'm like, I'm very averse to hearing anybody any white person be like, yo, I'm in the fucking rap. I can rap. Like, that shit just bothers me. I'm oh, yeah. In the background yeah, while you're talking sure. about this shit, and I never fuck with it. Yo, this, this really is like anti com rap. Like, yeah. And except, one, except love un- so much, unlike, this is, this is unlike, not, um, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to diss anti con right now because they also <laughs> did. They did put out some of my favorite series. Oh, Deep D- Bottle Dynamics, Cloud Dead. But like this, oh, this alias muted. Oh, yeah, God God we gotta Alice. shake this off because this is giving me. This is giving. This is haunting me with the um. Z, what's the movie with Jamie Kennedy that I can't stand? Oh, oh, yeah, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I just yeah. can't. Yeah. I can't stand unaffected. Like you don't know what you're doing is wrong. You're like. And he would stay all three of them. The three of them were really acting like, oh, we don't know anything wrong. Like this is yeah. This is what we think hip hop is for my floppy disk. To go back to what you were saying, like um, the trials and tribulations that he's going through, notwithstanding, the Sea Rays Walls Made episode is Ooh. is so profound because he never gives up on this kid. You know, right. There's a lot. There's many Made episodes with rappers, and his and Homeboy Sandman's are the only ones where Homeboy Sandman's remember, is good too. Oh, I didn't know that. Be, oh, I never saw that. One. Be, yeah, that yeah, was good too. Either. Oh, because yep. they actually are like, they first make sure that they care. They're like, is, mm. is this a tambourine for you? Or is right. this something that you care about? And All shows right. you that hip hop can infect folks that might not have it. Like it really, like the, the cat that C-Rays work with, he, he, he came pretty far. If you know, you know, you know, yeah. right? like, and it was, it was a very good episode. Definitely we promote listeners, go check out that. Yeah, there's a lot going on with um, Mr. Ravi, but. You can look at that um, episode and, and keep it rocking. Right. And like people can be complex and going through some shit and there can be a lot of stuff. And I don't know that I really believe in not visiting art of people who have it, who have issues, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I know it's hard to separate the person and the art, if, but it's still a brilliant episode of TV and shows the potential of, of rap and yeah so like i'm glad y'all let me do my little edutainment about i'm oh, yeah. still here yeah man yeah um, thank you uh, well we want to on behalf of call out culture and all our call out cultures thank you marcus thank you scott for appearing on the show oh, i'm doing our little rap nerdy tree and taking mm. a little deep dive, uh, call out culture at the movies. Like this takes me back to drive-throughs when I saw Raw because it came on after um, Red Dawn and my wow, didn't Red, Dawn. Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. So we just stayed and watched it, and he was swinging his dick, and they just let us watch it. One of those, like we were saying, like you just kind of they look at you, like Mark, like you say, 
The yeah. time my aunt was there, they look at you to see if you were if you were too into it, then we gotta yeah. go. But if exactly. you were no, kinda, exactly, no, no, it's if, a very good point. <laughs> if you had a big, re if you might mumble it or lip sync, but if you kind of could watch it and behave, and you knew that too. If you could behave, <laughs> hey, you could watch it for another half an hour. And I think Roy was like excellent. But that's just my story yeah. um, from drive-throughs and this. This is what makes yeah. this is what it, I felt like this hip hop in the movie. We had to reschedule like this episode because of a drive-through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Wow. Oh, bang bang. It, it's also uh, it, it's crazy uh, though too how I like just discovered Call Out Culture podcast because like the three of you separately I listen to all your music. It's, I mean you know Hangar eighteen I go back to multi platinum debut. He don't even know. He don't even know. I bro. recently saw like I saw curl I saw you know the what was the Quelle Billy Woods release show that was at uh. Oh, you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah. like nice, my buddy. Right. Like, well, he's my buddy, but Scott's good friend Shaka was DJing. For, I got a shout Ooh. out on the mic at that show. He was DJing for Quelle. Uh, Damn. Oh no. Nah, yeah, yeah. I met. I met Shaka. Yeah. yeah so I just found it weird oh, so, that like three guys yeah. whose music I listened to separately started a podcast. And so many of your conversations, like when I'd be at work, it's like uh -huh. three different. It's like on one, it's like you know. Tim is the more like Tim is on one side, and then like Curly's on the other, and then like yeah. Zill's kind of in the middle where it's like I agree well, with right, all dude. of you, like just like just well because it's like the like Tim's views on like Grand Poobah and Jizza always make me like almost want to yell when I'm at work. Like, what are you talking Yo, about? Let me tell you it's this, like, I know he has, but he likes other stuff I like, so I know he's yeah. not, obviously he's not Yo, man. And then I appreciate when Curly always defends you, God, because I'm like, oh, okay, you surprises me. You but, uh, yeah, and the best yeah. part is what when people comment now on our Twitter uh, at Call Out Colt Pod, people will be like, "Yo, I'm listening to this episode, fucking screaming out loud! Like, I can't believe Yo. these guys are saying this shit! Like, damn, yeah, I'm, but, I agree with Alaska, I mean, or like, no, I don't agree with like that's But it's, it's, it's earnest, tasty takes. It's earnest because it's not they aren't hot takes because hot takes apparently are when you're just trying to cause an emotion. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Charlemagne, absolutely. absolutely. So yes. these just are everyone on Twitter these days. Everybody. I remember when when. Take. When Tim was posting overrated rap records on Instagram, he was like, yeah, dude, you should post yours. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. But I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate like, <laughs> like being like, well, actually, Paul's Boutique is not as good as you think it is, which I agree with. Um, but it, if people are yelling, then they're listening. And yeah. and it's, yeah. fun. Yeah. it's fun. Right. It's fun to have these conversations and thoughts and and being like oh let me revisit this record so i can be like actually you know what uh liquid swords is really good you're wrong but thank you for making me revisit that record scott that is I, the key I think right part there. of the reason i the I, I say these and everything i say like i, I firmly believe really believe like my yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um but i think like if we look at these things as like there are sacred cows and these are like the high points of the art you're never going to get beyond that high point exactly right? so if you can't look at it through a critical lens you're not going to ever advance the art and it's just going to be stuck and it's going to die. And also, and I feel right. like there you, was should a period. Have you should always have reasons yeah, to defend something too. There should, if if something course, is yes. that good, it should always be not just course, oh, yes. because but it's also, so the bottom it's like, line. No, be specific. The common, why denominator, the common denominator is, as Scott pointed out, is when we do have these conversations, all of us involved, we all go back and listen to those records to see exactly. if our opinions have changed. If not, you just go back and check and you take a little nostalgic dive or a current dive. So like... Okay. Call and out now, culture. Also, we make it put replay sorry. value. Make exactly. Play it oh, over a thousand over. percent. I, mean, I love the Breeze episode. Breeze is a friend of mine, by the way. So I love yeah. that you guys had one. And, and Breeze, Breeze has one of the great lines about Strapped in uh, 
one of maybe the only lines I know of about strapped in uh, rap music to bring it back to Castro's mm-hmm. in uh, Lucifer. He's like, uh, ain't trying to go out like Daquan and yeah, strapped. Yeah. No, ASAP 12 a- a- uh references strapped all throughout that. His oh, he has a song called Strapped. He has a song with them, but the song before that he uses Fredro on a skit. What I what I love Nobody about you, to my music or breaks down my lyrics. Yeah. So I have a I have a bar about it, but it's fine. what I love about you, Marcus, is that <laughs> no. you you know ASAP Twelve's lines like his deep cut because no. like I've never gone that far into the ASAP. So the album doesn't live crazy. up to that one song, unfortunately. So it's a song called Strap. Yeah, the song. Yeah. But he has a song called uh, Bamboo. He has a skit called Bamboo. He got Fredro oh, to be wow. Bamboo on a yeah, skit yeah, yeah. before yeah. the song. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm about to check that tonight. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember there was this Drake song where out of nowhere, he's like, I feel like Fredro star up in Sunset Park when he got rocked for his bubble goose. And I was like, what? Wow. wow. And um in yeah. and, um in Sunset Park, Fredro's wearing this uh yellow bubble goose mm-hmm. throughout yep. most of the uh, business. And, Shout out to my shout out to my rap partner and close friend Tone Tank, who always oh, said that Tank. Nice. who always said that Sunset Park really should have gone there and been the remake of ha- uh, Harold and Maude that no one knew they wanted to see. Yeah, um, <laughs> cool. I'm that. just saying. And, and, and uh, just Tone to, Tank just recently did a, a Palace of Ruin episode with uh. Yeah, it came out today. So check that and, out. And we just we just put out a vinyl that that sold out. So. Oh boom! But, you know, a lot. Really dope. Really dope. Really dope. Boom! Mm-hmm. Show a lot. Yeah. So um, anybody want to um, shit? And yeah, life is good. Anything you want to um, want to promo before we close it out? Anything you want the people um, to check? Scottthorough.com. If you want to check out my my last album, Bird. I got a new album that I just finished called Tree. Scott and Tone Bandcamp. We just made a a single, which is one rap song and one country song. We're doing a day. I'm pulling something. Um, Zebras in America, the greatest film podcast of all time. Um, yeah. Um, Marcus? Oh, yeah. P- uh, um yes. Pinksmoke.com. I'm kind of the third mic over there as well. Check out. Also, Beans hi. Is, oh, yep. Oh, hi, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check out Beans' new album. I did the scratches on that. And Go back, listen to old stuff. I've scratched for like Zion I and Masai Bay, like random. Like Ooh, so many random you about to get some work because I need so, work. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, that'd I be awesome, need, bro. Anytime. Here's the key. Here's the key, Marcus. Anytime. I need uh portisette scratches. That's what I'm drinking. Okay. Then yeah, you know he could I mean? do that. Th- those are one of the uh, yeah, the Jeff. Ba- that's one of the scratches. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Coming up. I, I actually before I got turntables. So. Long, so I'm yeah. I'm making I make like you know I made rap music and I still make rap music but like the music that I make like for myself lately has been like ambient. And I was like, mm. dude, for my next record, I'm going to somehow get Marcus to scratch on an ambient record. And he's Oof. on two songs and they're, they're flames. And it's it not super loud, play. but it's, it's like, it's there and it's part of the texture. And that, and he, that he was a lot me, of fun. He gave me Kid Koala as, as, as a reference. So, so y'all, y'all, look, to, y'all know what call-out culture doing. We got oh, yeah. the innovators. Yo, All right, the man. Yo, Marcus knows. I, I fuck with the B-tapes. I fuck with the MPC. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, check I out MPC, MPC Aaron 1 and 2 on, on Bandcamp. Yeah, Marcus 9.Bandcamp. I keep, I fuck with that. I need. I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. Thank you. I want you to get all that money. Well, we yeah. want all our listeners to go out and watch a hip hop movie and talk to us about it. Talk to us about the movies you mentioned tonight. 
Um, and um, watch the movies we mentioned tonight. Yeah. I'm about to. And be, um, careful, be careful talking shit to me because I'm very sensitive. Sensitive about his shit. <laughs> See how that flips back around? Be careful talking shit because he's very sensitive about his shit. Searching 360. All right, behalf of Call Out Cult, this one, any, hey, if y'all listening and not following, y'all kind of perpetrating the floor. Call Out Cult Pod at give us a follow and a shout out. Thank y'all for tonight. Bless all of you. Zilla Rocker, Alaska, Marcus and Scott, we signing out. Yes. Peace, everybody. Yeah, be sure to uh, check out and subscribe to Zebras in America. It's a great podcast. Yeah, a lot of really cool deep dives on movies. Thank so you. please, support. Hi, <laughs> y'all. Good night. Peace.